Hey, hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Kijana. I guess the correct etiquette is to say I am your host, but I want this to be more along the lines of like a conversation. So, hey, what's up? How was your day? How's it going? This is the first time a lot of you guys are hearing me say my full government name, which is funny and crazy because some of you guys have slid into my DMs, which I love, by the way, and have boldly called me out of my name. You've called me Kiana which is understandable and okay because, you know, there was a point in my life where I would have rather have been Kiana than Kijana. I sincerely wanted to change my name up until the age of 18. I had an arbitrary list of names that I would add to and take away, names like Becca and Simone, Clara, that I was going to change my name to when I turned 18. You know that magical age of 18? Yeah, um, that didn't happen, thankfully, because I've grown into my name, even though I mainly go by key. I do like Kijana from time to time. But speaking about change and growing up, let's talk about that violent change that happens in your mental processing when you go to bed one night, 15 years old, wake up, 10 years has passed, and now you're a quarter into your life and in full-blown crisis. That's where the name of this podcast comes from, actually, a quarter, because I'm assuming that most of the listeners are going to be in their early to mid to late 20s, even their early 30s. There is absolutely no age discrimination here. All are welcome, but it didn't fit quite as well, you know, like a lifetime in a crisis, even though sometimes that truly does feel like what it's about to be. But a quarter, because 25, a crisis, because let's be honest, none of us really know what we're doing here. We're trying, but we don't really know. Anyway, you wake up, you're the adult you used to look up to growing up, and you quickly realize that adults are actually not that adult. Most of us are out here just winging it, saying a prayer, some of us a curse, and then jumping. And trust me, I would know because those questions that I ask on my Instagram story are not just because I am nosy. It's because I want this podcast to be a resource and a tool, kind of like a blueprint of exploring your 20s and to let you know that although your experiences might seem like you are the only one in the world that has ever gone through this, most of us have shared experiences and we are all learning through them because life is honestly learn as you go. And although I've attended all years of grade school and university, it was the school of hard knocks that taught me the most of the things that I knew know right now at 25 almost 26 Shh, don't you dare say that too loud because i am not going to be celebrating my birthday anymore side note i've learned that celebrities that maintain their youth are the ones that just stop celebrating their birthday and so since i am easily influenced i am most definitely not going to celebrate another birthday 25 was the last birthday that i will ever celebrate so yes, surprise, surprise, life did not turn out how I anticipated it would. It did not turn out how I scripted it would in my fluffy little purple diary that I used to have because I certainly did not plan to be unhappy in teaching. I didn't plan to be in grad school pursuing a counseling degree, which is completely contrary to my undergrad English degree. The funny part about this script is I wrote it when I was still single. I'm now in a relationship, but the script says I didn't plan to still be in the dating pool. Hey, at that time, I didn't. And right now, I didn't necessarily plan to be in a committed, healthy relationship with a very handsome man, which I'm sure we'll talk about more. 
later. And believe it or not, I know children aren't very popular, but I didn't plan to be 25 and childless. I thought I would at least have like two or three children by now. Yes, I do want a lot of kids. And I'm also a lot less wealthy than I thought I would be. Surprise, surprise. But even with all of this, I am so happy with the way that things are turning out to be. Because whilst little Key is probably thinking, well, what the hell? You didn't do anything you planned to do? I'd say Ink's teenage Key is so happy she learned how to tuck, roll with, and learn from the changes in life. Because it did get pretty scary there for a second. And this is where all the stubborn people in the chat need to stand up. Today we're talking about the obstinance to change. One thing about me, and I'm sure more than a few of you can relate, is I'm incredibly stubborn. And 9.9999 times out of 10, I have to do things my own way to later come back and tell people who advise me differently that they were right and hindsight is always 2020. Trust me, I have that spiel on lock. Like I know how to say sorry. I was wrong because I've been wrong so many times. But as I get older, I truly realize that I have less and less space and time to be making decisions that are not sound or founded. So that part of me definitely has changed. I'm a lot more willing and open to hearing the advice of people who are older, more learned and established than I am. Something to remember and note though, not all advice is good advice. And that being said, let me offer you some advice. If you want to know if you can take advice from a person, look objectively at their life and ask yourself, is their life a life I would want to live? If it is, then that's easy, you know, accept it at face value, try and change your course of action to align with it. If not, Thank them and keep it moving. My friend said something hilarious to me today. She said, with all due respect, sometimes no respect is due. And sometimes the reason why people will offer you advice that is just, let's call it for what it is, bullshit, is because they're not going to be happy. Everyone's not going to be happy for your change because your change is going to remind them that they are not changing. And I know we would all like to think that we don't have any jealous friends or that jealousy doesn't exist, but it does. Evil eye exists. And people sometimes would rather use their energy to hate on you and to be jealous of you than change their situation. So no, not everyone can speak into or over your life. But if you are stubborn like me and you need to take that pause in that moment to ask yourself, is this person steering me into better? Then don't be obstinate to the changes that come with the progression of young adulthood into adulthood. Because if you are, then you're going to quickly find yourself quote unquote running out of time. And I know life moves in seasons and we all have different paces and courses and time frames and timelines. But one thing that you must keep in mind and know is constant lazy and off days or just a few bad decisions quickly become years in your character. And I know that sounds morbid and like Ruth Foreman's, if you lose your pin, then you're going to die. And I honestly hope you really know what I'm talking about, because if you don't, and that's just a teacher thing, that's going to be so embarrassing. But if you lose your pin, the outcome is death. Google it if you have no idea what I'm talking about. But that's the thing with your 20s. It's no longer cute or funny or even excusable that you're an unhinged, selfish wildcard who refuses to change from the self-centered teenager you once were, even though your 20s are quote unquote for you. Now, the idea that your 20s are for you is a narrative that is super popular right now with people using this motto or this narrative to mask bad behaviors 
to promote toxicity and to laugh at irresponsibility and to rest in a sense of stagnation in their life. The idea that your 20s are for you is one I've begun to love more and more as I have fully begun to understand what it actually means. It's almost like the concept of self-care or self-love, which when done incorrectly is honestly just self-indulgence. And we'll get into that on another podcast. But one thing you should know about self-love is that is creating an environment where you find the most peace and you foster an environment for self-growth. Your 20s being for you does not mean be self-serving and make choices that are for momentary pleasures. Quite the opposite. It means all those behaviors in your teenage years, all those self-centered, silly, uninformed decisions, you're going to have to do away with those and you're going to have to replace them with decisions and habits that are going to change you into a completely different person. Someone who is capable of taking care of themselves in the ways that matter. And until you change your thinking, you will always recycle the same experiences. You're going to have to push yourself to evolve and you're going to have to upgrade your standards, your mindset. And most importantly, one that we don't really talk about is discipline. Discipline is going to open doors and get you to places that you would have never dreamed of or opportunities that you would have never dreamed of having all because you learned the power of discipline. And you honestly do become a master of your life when you learn how to control where your attention and your focus goes. There's a quote that says, energy follows focus. And that's very true. Whatever you focus on, that is where your energy is going to lie. And that is where you're going to be pouring your energy into. So it's very important to know where you are directing that stream of energy, that stream of focus. So yes, to attract better for your life, you are going to have to become a better person. You can't do the same things that you did in your teenage years and expect it to serve you in your 20s, into your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. Everything that you are doing right now is the foundation, the basis point of what you are building the rest of your life on. And you know that life that you want? That's on the other side of the shit that you don't want to do. So to begin building this foundation for the life that you want, you're going to have to push past who you were. You're going to have to push past who you knew yourself to be. And you're going to have to evolve into a new person, a new sense of who you are. There's this quote by, and I'm going to butcher her name, which is ironic because I was talking about you guys butchering my name earlier, but Kyoko Eskimia, it's a quote that kind of goes along with the idea that your 20s are for you. It says, it's a decade to immerse yourself in every single thing possible. Be selfish with your time and all the aspects of you. Tinker with stuff, travel, explore, love a lot, love a little, and never touch the ground. Now, people do have a right to their opinion, whether I think it's right or wrong. But one thing that remains true is the choices you make quickly become the foundation of the rest of your life. And it quickly becomes your character. Now, the English major in me really wants to analyze and deconstruct this quote. So stick with me for a second. The tinker with stuff, I would switch that out with get a hobby, develop a passion, whether that's in academia, something physical, really get into something that makes you feel alive. And instead of immersing yourself into every possible thing, choose two to five goals and give them your laser focus. Teach yourself the beauty of follow through and commitment. And yes, do travel. Get to know different cultures and traditions, practices. Keep an open mind to the unfamiliar, which explore fits in here too. But beyond geographical exploration, explore literature, the arts, read books that really expand your perceptions and your mental ideologies. As far as the concept of selfishness with self, 
which is very popular, one thing to know is as humans, we have the innate desire for community. And if we are so self-absorbed and just worried about ourselves, we are blocking off that ability. We are blocking off our ability to connect with people. And in doing that, we are not going to be happy. And I know oftentimes the mindset behind that is to protect yourself from being hurt by another individual. How about we build and develop a system of boundaries and standards that only allow people and opportunities into our lives that honor and value us fully? In doing this, we also protect our greatest investment, which is our time. As far as love, you know I am a self-proclaimed expert, so the phrase love a little, love a lot can easily be a 10-page dissertation to me. But keep this thought in the forefront of your mind, whether you are thinking about platonic love or romantic love. Commitment isn't scary. It's not. But wasting your life is. And instead of chasing and searching for a healthy relationship, build a healthy relationship with yourself so you can attract a healthy relationship into your life. One thing that is so interesting and fascinating is we are not taught necessarily how to love ourselves, but we are taught how to hate ourselves. And so it's an active struggle and it's an active thing to teach yourself to love yourself when your knee-jerk reaction or response is to be self-deprecating or to say something hateful about yourself. So when you're teaching yourself how to love yourself and when you begin on that journey, you really won't accept or tolerate people in your life that don't show you the same love that you show yourself. But it's the last part of this quote, which really gets me. It says, never touch the ground. Now, this can be interpreted many different ways, but I'm just going to ask you one thing. Would you rather be known as flighty or grounded in reason? Answer that however you see fit. So yeah, your 20s are for you. They're for parenting the teenager you used to be into choosing more healthy and sound choices and for celebrating the change that comes each year and not despising it. You do have to appreciate where you are in your journey. Even if it's not where you want to be, every season really does have a purpose and all great changes are preceded by chaos. So trust, let go, and don't let anyone despise your youth. And be committed and disciplined to becoming the best person you can be. So do you see what I mean with the advice spiel now? Not all advice is good advice. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you like the pod, subscribe so you can meet me back here two Saturday mornings from now. If you love the pod, please leave me a rating and share it with a friend. That would be so nice of you. And if you hated the pod, send me an email in MLA format at aqcpod at gmail.com of what you would do to make it better. And make sure you cite your sources. If you want to see more daily content from me, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at ki.jana. And that's Kijana.